This podcast contains audio extracted from the Harry Potter Theory Extra YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we'll be discussing everything that Lord Voldemort did in the years between his first and second rise to power. Of course, there are many things, from bad to worse to absolutely horrifying, that Voldemort did as a young Tom Riddle and, of course, in his adult years after he had officially become the Dark Lord. But much mystery surrounds the decade and a bit that took place between his fall at the infant feet of one-year-old Harry Potter in 1989 and what I would argue was his official return in 1995. To begin with, the first Wizarding War officially started in the year 1970, when Voldemort had amassed enough followers to declare war on the Wizarding World through various acts of magical terrorism. Much of what he did throughout the 1970s is well documented, but as I mentioned mere moments ago, after he disappeared on the night of October 31st in 1981 in the wake of his failed attempt to murder a baby by the name of Harry Potter, not much is known about where he was or what he did. From what we've been able to piece together from the facts that we do have, mainly Voldemort's relationship with Nagini, the Maledictus cursed to inhabit the form of a snake, and the location of where Professor Quirinus Quirrell found him, it would appear that Voldemort spent the majority of the 1980s in the forests of Albania. Here, he retreated without a body, only able to survive due to the multiple horcruxes he had created to house fragments of his soul. Living as neither a living being nor a ghost, it's rumored that he would experiment with inhabiting the bodies of the animals of the forest. Sadly, these hosts were unable to survive the experience for very long and would quickly die. Some believe, however, that since Nagini had the mind of a witch trapped in her serpent form, she may have been able to better withstand Voldemort's presence within her body. This may actually account for the pair's incredible bond, for perhaps the two were able to communicate with one another whenever Voldemort possessed her body, a theory made even more plausible by the fact that he could speak Parseltongue, the language of snakes. In 1990, a tragically optimistic Professor Quirrell came to the forests of Albania in search of first-hand experience with the dark arts. In fact, the rumor goes that he was looking for answers to what had happened to Voldemort. Here, he did indeed find his answer, one that would lead to his demise. Upon finding Voldemort's shadowy form in the jungle, Quirrell was quickly possessed by the Dark Lord and forced to bring him back to the UK. From there, you can likely recall what Voldemort got up to, since most of it was featured in the films and books. For those of you who may have forgotten, though, here's a quick rundown. Right before Harry's first year at Hogwarts in 1991, Voldemort had Quirrell attempt to steal the Philosopher's Stone from Gringotts, but he failed. Quirrell is later defeated by Harry's actions to protect the stone at Hogwarts. Over the next few years, Voldemort committed more murders, including Bertha Jorkins, and began to rally his most trusted Death Eaters behind him. His murder of Bertha Jorkins enabled him to create another Horcrux of Nagini. Lord Voldemort then finally regains his body and, in my opinion, begins his second rise to power in 1995 at the end of the rigged Triwizard Tournament. This is when Voldemort and Harry duel for the first time and we see the power of the twin cores at work, or odds if you will. And with that, we've come to the end of another video. What did you think? Do you agree with me? Please share your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.